还是准备平安。Peace be to you, brothers and sisters. Let's continue on in our series of the Book of Romans. 上帝以每大嘅善奇妙嘅救恩。God's righteousness, a great God, amazing salvation. 今日讲罗马书十个章一九第十三节。Narthex can be found in Romans chapter fifteen, verses one to thirteen. 未批评，未论断，卡住接纳。Part two of no criticisms, no judgment, and more acceptance. 今日拜咱在呀，伫教会中间有两关的信徒。Last week we learned that there are two kinds of or two types of believers inside a church. 信心刚强的，信心软弱的。Those whose faith are strong and those whose faith are weak. 但这个唔是灵性的问题。But it's not a matter of their spirituality. 这是意见的无常。But it's a differences in their opinions. 这是对真理了解浅浅的无常。It's a it's a differences between shallow or deep understanding of the truth. Let's learn that、uh, we, in the Lord, in the presence of the Lord, that we will not criticize, we will judge less, and we'll accept more. Last week we learned. 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 Twelve verses of chapter fourteen talks about no criticisms, no judgment in the house of the Lord. In chapter fourteen, verses thirteen to twenty-three, the Lord came to each other, each other to accept and to build each other up in the house of the Lord. You know that people learn more from examples. You can say as much as you want, but our actions speak louder than our words. Especially in the case when the, in the disciples were quarreling among themselves, who among them is the greater one? Jesus called all of them. And he didn't call all of them and just called them. No religion, ah. And he tell them, "You guys have no spiritual life." You have been following me for three years, and you have made no progress. And you're arguing among yourselves who's greater among you. Jesus remained silent. He took off his clothes. He took took off a loin cloth. And he wrapped it around himself. And he became a servant. And wash the the feet of the each and every disciples. Because during that time, none of them want to do that work. All of them want to be the the leader. Jesus made himself a servant as a modeling for a servanthood. This is called humility. Well, Jesus, after Jesus washed the feet of his disciples, after it was after the act, he started teaching with his words. Look at、uh, John chapter thirteen, verses thirteen to fifteen. 你叫我先知，叫我主，你讲冇唔对，我本来就是，我是你嘅主，是你嘅先知。
上这水你的卡，所以你也得比出个水卡。You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. 我给你做了模样 example， 所以叫你接到我所讲所创的，你所创的去考去行。I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. 耶稣总是为人为门徒留落模样 example。Jesus left so many examples by modeling it for them for his disciples。罗马书十五章一九十三节。Romans chapter fifteen verses one to thirteen。是基督为人留落另外一个模样，另外一个 example。It's another example that Jesus has modeled for us。就是教导人未论断、未批评、最最接纳。Here, Jesus modeled less criticisms, less less judgment, and more acceptance. In these thirteen verses, there are three very good examples. The first, Christ bore the failings of the weak. The second, Jesus did not seek to please himself. The third, Christ accepted everyone. Let me explain. The first, Christ bore the failings of the weak. The first two verses in chapter 15. We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Each of us should please our neighbors for their good to build them up. Paul says, "We who are strong." So Paul referred to himself as part of the strong. So Paul's faith is strong. Paul will And for Paul, every day is the same. We who are strong, we ought to bear the failings of the weak. He's referring to those who are weaker in their faith. They dare not to eat any kind of meat. They dare not eat blood. They are going to get married. They need to look at the dates. Don't criticize them. Don't judge them. Nor look down on them. On the opposite, we bear the burden of their failures. This word bear. In the original text, to bear means to take the responsibility, to carry, and to support. What does this mean? We whose faith are stronger. We have to bear up those who are weak upon our own shoulders. We bear the burden for them. Because they are our brothers. Christ is exactly like that. He bear all our weaknesses upon himself. Because we are those whom he loved. Those dear church. If you truly love your brothers in the Lord, 
Not only will you not judge nor criticize them, you bear burdens for them. I remember many years ago before the pandemic. Every year. Every year I would go back to Hong Kong. Because during that time my parents were still alive there in Hong Kong. And it's also my time to shop in Hong Kong. I like to go to a certain place in Hong Kong. It's a mall that sells a lot of computers. A lot of these electronic items, I would love to, to shop and, and to look at it. I remember one time, during that time, my, cho- uh, my children were still quite small. I brought my son with me. After 15 minutes of walking around, my son said he's so tired. And he wants me to carry him. So I carried him. During the start, it was no problem. So after more than 10 minutes of walking, I felt his weight it's so, so heavy so from the left I moved him to the right so I went on shopping after 30 minutes I moved, I, I would shift him from one side to the other I, I spent about an hour and a half there walking around the mall just, just window shopping I remember one thing there's this store owner who saw me because I was just walking around there and he said he said it's so it must be so tiring and so difficult for you to be carrying your son around for an hour and a half he laughed at me he laughed and I laughed of course it was heavy but how how can I just leave him there on the floor and not mind him how can I do that? Because that's my son. Because I love him. So I bear all the burdens for him. Jesus loves us. Jesus bore all our burdens uh, for us. Look at verse 3. For even Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. All the shame should be ours, but yet Christ bore the shame for us. Look at 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. Here, here Peter has have a deeper and more expansive explanation. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to the sin to sins and live for righteousness by his wounds you have been healed. But Jesus died on the cross for us. He bore all our weaknesses, all our 
all our sins upon himself. Our spiritual weakness, our physical weakness. Christ has left a very good example for us. It's not to criticize nor judge those who are weak. But to bear their weakness. There's a sister. Right now she has already passed away, it's no longer with us. So everything here that she's been doing has already concluded. So here I'm not saying things to criticize her. But she had this very uh, not so good habit. Whenever there's a party here in, in church, before the start of eating, she had this habit of getting out a, a pack or plastic and putting food there. But the problem is nobody had, had taken, uh, part, uh, taken their food yet. So I so after a while people started to notice her so people became displeased and in fact the whole the whole situation was brought up to the church council for resolution of course there were people who were unhappy somebody said there are people who said that we should warn her not to stop doing this and then suddenly there was this deacon who said of course what she was doing was wrong but can we do this instead let's Let's set aside a portion of the food for her. And let's say to her, this is for you to take home. We'll, this is for you. We'll set this aside for you to take home. Just go and take what you'll eat today. When the deacon brought this, uh, this uh, suggestion, I so admired this the person. Oh, that's good. That's a good idea. I said that's a very good idea. Isn't it bearing the burden of that person? So may the Lord help. We can help other people in a more uh, other ways, in other ways. Not in the way of of uh, just castigating ha. them or, or rebuking them. Just like what Jesus said. To bear the burdens of the weak. This is the first example Jesus left for us. Bore the failings of the weak. The second, the second example Christ left. Jesus never did uh, not even once seek to please himself. Look at chapter 15, verses 3 to 5. For even Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, so that through the endurance, uh, taught, through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind towards each other that Christ Jesus had. Look at the last sentence. That we'll have the same attitude of mind like Jesus Christ. 
Jesus did not seek to please himself. This is a second kind of uh, example that Jesus left for us. All of us know in today's world, I do what I like. <laughs> it's a world of I do what I like. If I like doing something, I'll just do it. I don't care about what you think because I'm the most important person. But Jesus modeled for us a different kind of example. We don't seek to please ourselves. So the Bible said the insults of those who of those who insult you have fallen on me. This sentence this is from uh, Psalm 69 verse 9. Here's the uh, complete meaning. For zeal for your house consumes me and the insults of those who insult you had uh, fall on me. Here it talks about, uh, Psalm 69 verse 9 talks about the experience of King David. For the sake of the Lord, David was insulted by people. He was rebuked by other people. But David remained silent in the face of all these uh, insults. For the sake of the Lord, the insults given to, to the Lord was uh, had fell upon him. So David uh, David did not defend himself. Nor did he rebuke those who rebuked him. Because all he was after was pleasing God and not please himself. Psalm 69. It's it's called the Messiah. Messiah Psalm. It means that this psalm talks about the future Messiah. Here it represents the David that, that was portrayed here in Psalm 69 represents Christ. So we can say Christ, for the sake of God, did not seek to please himself. In fact, he accepted all the insults and all the persecution given to him. This is the Old Testament. Uh, prophesying about the future things. When Jesus came, was it truly like this? Did Jesus remain silent in the face of all these persecutions for the Lord? When Jesus was crucified, we know that Christ cruci was crucified for us. And we can say accurately that Christ was crucified by God. Because God wants Christ to represent all of us to die on the cross for our sins. But during this time, the people who nailed Jesus on the cross. Non-stop, they, they non-stop insulted Christ. And how did Jesus respond? Let's look at Matthew chapter 27, verses 29 to 30. And they twisted, and then twisted together a crown of thorn 
and set it on his head. They put a staff in his right hand and they knelt in front of him and mocked him. Hail, king of the Jews, they said. They spit on him and took the staff and struck him on the head again and again. Here it shows that the Roman soldiers were mocking Christ. They twisted a, 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 a crown of thorns made of thorns and they put it on his head. So he, Jesus was bleeding, bleeding on his head. And mockingly they say to him, Hail King of the Jews. But they spat on him. If it were you, would you be angry? But what did the Bible tell us? Jesus remained silent. He remained totally silent. For, for the sake of the Lord, for our sakes, he did not seek to please himself. He only wanted to please God. But it's not yet finished. Let's on, go on to look at verses 39 to 42. Those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their head and saying, You who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. Come down from the cross if you are the Son of God. In the same way, the chief priests, the teachers of the law, the elders mocked him. He saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. He's the king of Israel. Let him come down uh, now from the cross and we will believe in him. While Jesus was there on the cross, a while ago it was the Roman soldiers who mocked him. Because he, they, were, they, were, they were Gentiles. Right now, the fellow Jews, the priests, the teachers of the law, the elders, they mocked him. What did they say? He saved others but cannot save himself. You come down here. If you're truly the son of God you come down here if you do that then we'll believe in you but here the Bible also tells us that Jesus Christ remained silent he silently suffered there on the cross if I were Christ I'll probably jump down and slap them in their face and then go up there and die again because Jesus can do that it's, it's so hard when people are accusing of us of things when we are falsely being accused of something but they're forcing that issue upon us all of us will lose our temper because we don't want to be falsely accused but Jesus was like that he was truly the son of God and he was being accused you're not truly the son of God you prove it to us you jump down and I'll believe in you but Jesus remained silent why? because of one thing Look at uh, chapter 15, verse 4. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures, the encouragement 
They provide. We might have hope. This is what it means. What does this mean? The purpose of the Bible being written is for it to teach us. Every everything that Jesus uh, did, he did it for us. He left an example for us. He left a lesson for us to learn. So the things that Jesus did on the cross are the things that we should be learning and doing on the earth. You know the problem in the church in Rome? Last week's message. Because Romans, uh, the church in Rome is a church that has a mixed culture between the Gentiles and the Jews. So there was an issue of eating meat and not eating meat. There's a problem of observing festivals and non-observance of the festivals. So probably for us, it's not an issue we face. There's no problem whether we eat meat or not. We're not Jews. It doesn't matter also for us if we observe festivals or not. We can we can worship the Lord not only on Sundays, we can do it on Saturdays. It's not our problem. But let me ask you. When we face differences in opinions inside a church, how do we face this? Can we do the same example that Jesus did? That we don't seek to please ourselves. For example, we're in the third, almost three years of COVID. After COVID started, the biggest debate became whether you should get vaccinated or not. For those whose faith are strong and those whose faith are weak have differences in opinion with regards to the vaccine. Probably those who probably those whose faith are stronger. We don't need vaccines. Our life is in God's hands. It doesn't matter whether oh. I get vaccinated or not. Because their faith is stronger. For, but for those whose faith are weaker, you should get vaccinated. We're not doing this for ourselves, we're doing this for the sake of others. I don't know your opinions. But please remember. Don't seek to please yourself in all things, but seek to please others. If you ask me whether should I should get vaccinated or not, I don't have any special opinions whether to get vaccinated or not vaccinated. I don't mind if you want to get vaccinated or if you don't want to get vaccinated. I accept both of you. Of course, I personally am vaccinated. <laughs> I have been vaccinated three times. You know why I get vaccinated? I got vaccinated not just for my sake, but for the church and for my ministry. So may the Lord help us. That we have to learn to please others and to think of others. There's a uh, school in the United States. There's this uh, very unique story that came out of it. Because there was a, a student there that had cancer. 
啊，你再看下以后去看我，贵个贵个头毛我甩过来啦。So after that. Uh, the student got uh, underwent chemotherapy. The student lost all the hair, all, all、uh, her hair. So this girl was very embarrassed to go to school. So she was so embarrassed to go to school. But uh, something uh, unthinkable happened. The first day she went back to school. Look, long long of time, long long no hair. All of his, all of her classmates had no hair. Including the teacher. They learned that the, the, their fellow classmate will be returning to school, and she was quite embarrassed because she had no hair. So they made, met together and made a decision. So they met together and made a decision. Of course, this is with the consent of the parents. Of course, this is with the consent of the parents. Long, 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 Including their own homeroom teacher. So, when the student went to the classroom, all of them were had no hair like her. This is a very good example. We don't seek to please ourselves, but we seek. The, the benefit of other people. I don't know if this is a Christian school or not. Imagine if this is a non-Christian school. And for the non-Christians to be doing such a thing. How about us? How about us? For us who are Christians. Do we look after the benefits and and the welfare of other people? This is Yahshua Holland. Daily good example. This is a second good example Jesus left for us. Hold on, the third example. The third example. This is Yahshua accepted all. Christ accepted everyone. Look at chapter seven of chapter fifteen. Look at verse 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 seven of chapter fifteen. Accept one another, then, just as Christ accepted you, in order to bring a praise to God. I want you to take note of the word "accept." In the original、uh, Hebrew text, this is a very strong word, a very intense word. Remember, one time Jesus asked his disciples one question. What?、Uh, who, who did the other people say I am? All of them have a different opinion, different answers. And Peter raised his hand. You are the son of the living God. He said, "Bingo, you gave the right answer. You are blessed."、And、because this is a revelation given to you by God. From the day on. And Jesus said to his disciples, "I'll go to Jerusalem. And I'll be crucified by the priests, by the by the、uh, teachers, and the, by the leaders there." Suddenly, Peter took Jesus aside. Peter took Jesus aside. And he said, "You should not go to Jerusalem. You should not die on the cross." And Jesus rebuked Peter. Satan, take your back here. Uh, stay behind me, Satan. Because you seek to please men instead of、uh, sub- submitting yourself to God's、uh, God's desires. Singing, Peter took Jesus aside. Jesus took him aside. 
when, when uh, the Bible recorded that Peter dragged uh, Jesus aside, the word to pull him aside, it's the same word in the original text as the word acceptance. Acceptance is an intense word which means pulling to one side. That this is truly meaningful. What did Paul say? We should be like Christ. Accepting each other. Pull other people in front of you. We're not to push them away. When they have a difference in opinion as us, we often want to kick the people out. They have difference in opinion. We have difference in the outlook. Don't come here. Stay away. But that's not what the Bible tells us. The Bible says that Jesus accepted us. We've been pulled into his presence. How Christ accepts us? Please remember. Christ accepts us as we are. What kind of a person you are? He accepted you the way you are. Look at Romans 5 verse 8. But God demonstrates His own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were still sinners, while we were not, uh, we don't know Christ yet. But we are so far away from Christ. And we live such depraved life. God had already accepted us. He accepted us the way we are. This is very important. We are all very familiar with the story of the prodigal son. The prodigal son left his father. And he lived such a wanton life pleasing his flesh. And afterwards, he lost everything and had, had no food to eat. And he was there feeding the swine. Pigs are unclean. The Jewish people do not eat pork. And this uh, prodigal son lived with the pigs every day. That means he was an unclean person. But the people refused to give him even uh, to refuse to give him even what the uh, Pigs are eating. So it's it's So for them, they look him as some somebody who's lower than the pigs. Suddenly he repented. He came to his senses. He knew he had sinned. So he will go back home. And how did the Bible record this? The father saw him from afar. And he waited for him to come home. When the father realized it was his son, the father ran to his uh, to, to his presence and he hugged his son. And the Bible went on to say, and he kissed his son. Can you imagine? This person was the one feeding the swine. And he lived with the pigs. How smelly he must be, how unclean he must be. 
老爸嘛，老爸听伊嘛。Of course, you can say that the father loved him. That's why he accepted him. 但是大声咪就激震一门啊。But he should take a bath first. 你阿臭嘛。Because he must smell really bad. 哎呀，都激震一震一震一。Probably he should have gone. Yeah.、Uh, went on take a bath first. 去换衫换衫。Or change his clothes. 啊，个厨头咪喷水啫。And put some perfume. 避把尿咯。After being prepared. 啊，过来亲亲啫。Then go and go to the、uh, presence of your dad and embrace him. Is that it? Is that that? Should that, should that, should that be the case? Is that it? Ah, you know, when you see people, ah, they have leader and leader's feet. Ah, you know, you have seen leaders who wash the feet of others. You know, leaders who wash the feet of others. You know, leaders who wash the feet of others. You know, leaders who wash the feet of others. You know, leaders who wash the feet of others. You know, leaders who wash the feet of others. You know, leaders who wash the feet of others. You know, leaders who wash the feet of others. You know, leaders who wash the feet of others. You know, leaders who wash the feet of others. You know, leaders who wash the feet of others. You know, leaders who wash the But that's not a case of the prodigal son. But that's not a case of the prodigal son. But that's not a case of the prodigal son. But that's not a case of the prodigal son. But that's not a case of the prodigal son. But that's not a case of the prodigal son. But that's not a case of the prodigal son. But that's not a case of the prodigal son. But that's not a case of the prodigal son. But that's not a case of the prodigal son. But that's not a case of the prodigal son. But that's not a case of the prodigal son. But that's not a case of the prodigal son. But that's not a case of the prodigal son. But that's not a case of the prodigal son. But that's not a case of the prodigal son. And he, and he saw this tax collector there, Zacchaeus. He was a famous sinner in Jericho. He was very rich, very wealthy, very powerful, but nobody respected him. We can use a colloquial term today. He's so poor that what he only has is money. He has nothing in this world except money. You know what this means? There's nobody who loves him. There's nobody who respects him. Nobody cares for him. He has everything else except people. That's all the thing that he has is money. But when Zacchaeus heard about Jesus, Jesus was called the friends of the sinners and tax collectors. He wanted to be、uh, the friend of Jesus. He has everything except companionship. So when Jesus came, Jesus,、uh, the Bible tells that、uh, he went up a tree because he wanted to see Jesus. And suddenly, Jesus stopped. Uh, turn, uh, turn, uh, looked up. And ask him, Zacchaeus, come down. Today I'll live with you. Wow, this is what kind of a and what kind of a situation is this? This is the worst. And they say this is a big sin, a great sin. How can you reside in his residence? Then, because for the Jewish people to to live in somebody's house means you accept that person. So there are a lot of voices behind them. Please remember. During that time, Zacchaeus remained silent. Because Jesus accepted him. Before he repented, Jesus accepted him. During that time, and he stood up and said, "I'll give half of what I own to the poor." If I have robbed people of their money, I'll pay them back four times. 
Please take note. 你未讲这样大节以前 ，Before he made such a statement， 耶稣已经接纳你。Jesus already accepted him。阿美，我不开你列出来。He said tonight I will dine with you and reside with you。耶稣是叫世界本相来接纳你。Jesus accepted Zacchaeus as he were。教会 ，Your church。那来上帝，那来基督就是按你接，按你可能接纳人。That's how our Lord accepted us。所以先讲什么咧 ？So what did the Bible tell us？ 佢讲基督是为真理做了受割裂人嘅接受，会被证实所应允立做嘅位。For I tell you that Christ has become a servant of the Jews on behalf of God's truth, so that the promises made to the patriarchs might be confirmed。即系为什么意思咧 ？What does this mean？ 什么叫做啊受割裂人啊 ？What do we、uh, What do we say when we refer to those who have been circumcised？ 犹太人。We refer to the Jews。就犹太人，佢系算是受割裂。Only、uh, during that time, only the Jews were circumcised。基督接纳犹太人。Jesus accepted the Jew。基督查追受割裂犹太人，佢服侍犹太人。And he became a Jew, a circumcised Jew, to serve the Jew。所以一句话啊。So this statement。好，你睇下，耶稣已经接纳所有嘅犹太人。That Jesus accepted all the Jews. Then you go to Second King. And when you study the Bible, the chapter two, the nine, nine, ten, eleven. In chapter fifteen, verses nine to、uh, chapter five, from verses nine to twelve. Paul used four different passages from the Old Testament. Paul here used four different passages from the Old Testament to prove one thing. That Jesus accepted all the Gentiles. In verse eight, it talks about him accepting the Jews. From verses nine to twelve, he talks about Christ accepting the Gentiles. Look at verse nine. 因为安尼，我哋华邦中间受称赞歌颂你嘅名。Therefore, I will praise you among the Gentiles. I will sing the praise of your name. Verse ten. 你华邦人啊，应该给主嘅百姓三个欢喜。Again, it says, "Rejoice, you Gentiles, with his people." Verse eleven. 华邦啊，你哋俄罗斯啊，曼民啊，你哋颂赞你。And again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Let all the people. People's extol him. Verse twelve. And again, Isaiah says, "The root of Jesse will spring up, one who will arise to rule over the nations. In him, the Gentiles will have, will hope." From verses nine to twelve, five times the word Gentiles. Uh, was mentioned. Paul here is trying to say, not only did Christ accept the Jews, but Christ accepted also the Gentiles. When you add the Gentiles and the and the Jews, it talks about the whole world. Jesus accepted everyone in the world. Unconditionally, he accepted each one of us. He accepted all of us as we were. If you are willing to respond to the acceptance of Christ, coming before him, Accept his salvation. Just like the prodigal son who went back home and the father accept accepted him. The 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 prodigal son needs to repent. We need to go back and turn back and return to the Lord. The time we ah、uh, the 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 moment that we turn back to him. He will accept us. May the Lord help us. We have to grab hold of this opportunity because we don't know.
When the door of salvation will close. Now is the time of salvation. Let's accept this salvation. Come before him. From Romans chapter 14 to, to Romans chapter 15, verse 13. It's not talking about the problem of truth. It's not clearly, uh, it's not it doesn't state uh, black and white clearly what is right and wrong. This talks about the gray areas in life. It seems like it's right and it can be wrong. Let's learn to accept more, to criticize less and to judge less. For those who are strong in their faith, for those who, who are deeper in their knowledge of the truth, we have to take the first step in voluntarily accepting those whose faith are weak. Let's learn to accept each other instead of judging or criticizing each other. Because the church is a family or is the house of the Lord. And in this house, that we learn to accept, learn to forgive. Just like how Christ accepted us. Please remember. Christ accepted us unconditionally. And he accepted us as we were. So don't wait for other people to become better before you accept them. Because that's not how the Bible tells us. Right now, I accept you. But amazingly, when you accept somebody, that the person that you accept will become better and better. So, Don't wait for them to become better. Right now, accept Because of your love, you will find transformation in that person's life. We thank God. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. That we have concluded Romans 14 until uh, chapter 15, verse 12, uh, verse 13. That as a church family, we learn to criticize less, to judge less, and to accept more. That we will learn from the example in the modeling that Christ has left for us. That we bear those who are strong in their faith, bear the burden of those who are weak in their faith. And learn like Christ not to seek to please ourselves. And like Christ, we will learn to accept everybody. And to accept people as they are. May the Lord help us. That we will learn from the example left by Christ. That we will truly become Christians, little Christ. Thank you, Lord. This is our prayer in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Thank you. Let, next week, let's look at Romans chapter 15, verses 14 to 33. This is the dream trip of Paul. And there, and there we will find where Paul loves to go to in his heart. Let's look at it next week. What is the dream trip for Paul? Let's meet again next week. God bless. God bless.